0: with your community the morning drive on fm 963 and am 620 wvmt welcome back to the morning drive on this wednesday morning kurt's uh, scooting out a little early but uh who just scooted in carol mcquellan from common roots good morning how are you
1: great anthony thanks for having me this morning
0: yeah i think it's uh you know this is one of the um i i don't want to say bright spots but uh this is uh after talking uh with liz and, and talking with you about what common roots is currently doing to help uh the the victims of the flood right here in the burlington mm-hmm. area um and off the air you just told me you know the intervale we know the intervale was was flooded out and it, you know 100% loss of the crops but yes. that represents 10% of the fresh food
1: in Burlington
0: in Burlington yes right from that one place mm-hmm. I you know it's part a- of me is is very happy that we can grow so much food locally mm-hmm. uh, and then of course <laughs> the, the the flip side is we lost wow. it all <laughs> so um, you folks at Common Roots have really kind of stepped up to help uh, your fellow farmer
1: right Our farmer is Colin O'Brien, and he knows uh, all of our friends on the Intervale farms that lost all their crops, and there's nothing they can do this season. So we are allowing those farmers to come in and glean at our two locations on Spear Street so that they can serve some of their CSA customers and have other food for the Intervale Food Hub So it is what farmers do uh, all over the world when there are issues. I love the story of the Basque region, um, that there's a, a long tradition in the High Pyrenees that the farmers always help the farmer to their right. So they have a very circular support system that they can rely on one for another. And that's what we're called to do.
0: Yeah, I, I I think so. So so define gleaning if people don't understand what gleaning is.
1: So our farmer and and our team know pretty much what we have um, available for the food shelves for our programs, our farm stand uh, customers, both our members and people who come in daily. And farmers always plant extra. They oh, just yeah. they're just it's how they live, right? They they think in in abundance, and so. We're able to allow those farmers to come in and um, share some of the rows of different crops. I think we have like over 25 right now that are wow. everything from green beans to uh, kohlrabi to beautiful Swiss chard and all of our lettuces and spinach and it goes on and on. So we are well stocked. It's beautiful in our farm stand right now and we have wonderful um, team of um, managers and volunteers this year uh, in the afternoons that Help keep it um, moving and fresh and uh, friendly.
0: So let's let's. I, I kind of jumped ahead. We went straight into the the intervail and how Common Roots is helping. But let's, you know, for the listeners who may not be familiar with Common Roots, just give us a uh, mm-hmm. give them the a the, the little bit of the background yeah. and uh, some of the services that you provide uh, for our for our listeners for so our area.
1: This year we're a 15 year nonprofit and we have five food education and food security programs. So we are in classrooms, over 60 classrooms a month, teaching food with taste tests. Um, We connect those um, lessons to the family so that they know what we're teaching with recipes. We have a middle school program where students bring home a full fresh meal Portion For however many people are in their family, we're at 14,000 meals that have gone home through middle schoolers. Wow. We, <laughs> we, um, we have our beautiful uh, gatherings um, where if we have field trips and summer camps, we had over 500 children at our farm just in May alone. So, for summer camp. Well, that was that was our end of the farm to school. So instead of farm to school, we got school to farm.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. So that they can
1: see where this food grows and how it grows and participate. And then we have our amazing internship program that we have um, had interns from UVM, um, CV um, not CVU but um, Champlain and Saint Mike's for uh, well over a decade. But our biggest program now because of food security as a growing issue is our food shelf work. So we are the farm stand at the South Burlington Food Shelf. We have our farm stand open from May to Thanksgiving and we bring food year-round from our licensed kitchen. What we're excited about this year at the food shelf is that we have a couple of educational components. So our farm team grew out 1,200 plant starts. So we knew that that um, from a survey that our farm stand participants mostly wanted um, uh, cherry tomatoes, lettuce peppers and cucumbers. so we did 300 of each plant and they were available all of June and we brought in fresh um, soil from uh, gardener supplies so they would have organic, Compost to go on the organic. So they food. could start
0: growing their own food. So, so it's not just going to the food shelf yeah, to get
1: food. It's part of building some independence, which is very important. If right. we're going to make a dent in food security, we have to know the power of a seed and the beauty of getting our hands in the dirt.
0: Right, and so so as opposed to going and getting a can of something. Yes. Uh, yeah. You provide all these fresh fresh, fresh vegetables, but mm-hmm. also. You know, it's it's one thing to say, okay, thanks for this, but what do I do with it?
1: Well, that's we the teach second them. step, right? So every week we have a mini lesson and taste test at the food shelf. So right at week, the food shelf. Mm-hmm, this week it's our beautiful dill, uh, salad dressing that has buttermilk and cottage cheese in it with some, a little um, garlic, uh, just pepper and salt, mm-hmm. and very tasty with tons of our fresh dill, mm. and you literally can drink it out of the yeah, jar. Yeah, it sounds it's great. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what what happens is participants get to taste a sample, mm-hmm. and if they like it, we have a jar ready made for them and the recipe. Right. And hopefully there's enough dill for them all to take some home if they want to make it themselves.
0: And, um, and a ton of fresh vegetables that yes. they can put the dressing on yes. and, and enjoy yes. and eat as opposed to... A traditional, you know, I mean, thank God the food shelf is there, but a traditional can or or yes. a, a boxed meal or something. So you really are um, between the educational portion mm-hmm. I, and so many kids. I, I didn't grasp how many kids you've touched.
1: Uh, we're at 150,000 lessons in the classroom.
0: 150,000 lessons. Mm-hmm. That's, that's remarkable. Yeah. And so with that kids. component, and then you add the fact that you've got the farm, Growing food uh, that's going to the food shelf and helping people kind of, as you say, empower them to kind of dig out of the food insecurity themselves right.
1: and and to have access to nourishing food, that's just good for your whole community, yeah, because everybody wins. So what I love about our work in the schools is we connect with social workers, and they they know that you know we're geared up to bring fresh food, and we were able to say to them, as we always have, Um, after COVID and now with the inflation issue, uh, food is so expensive. So we say to all the faculty, the principals, and the social workers, um, you know, don't be shy. That food shelf is open for anybody in need. And what we hear again and again is like when they have access to the food shelf itself and our farm stand at the food shelf, they then have income to pay some of their other bills and they're not as stretched. Yeah. It's a very well-greased machine. People in the whole community, churches, schools, Rotary, it goes on and on. All the clubs are really generous to the food shelf in general. Lots of volunteers. Yeah. So it's, um, it's a beautiful thing. And then we are growing out the heritage seed for the Abenaki Nation. This is um, a food shelf in Shelburne. So this is our fourth year of being part of the landling Project. We're a landling farm, mm-hmm. and we grow out their cultural heritage, seven seeds, seven varieties, and then that food goes to the, the Shelburne Abenaki food shelf. There are, I believe, 30-plus Abenaki food shelves in the state of Vermont.
0: And so you are stewards of their seeds.
1: Yes, so. and we grow some of the food, and then we also harvest their heritage seed and bring it to Richmond, at NOFA's Seed Bank for the Abenaki Nation.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. It's very cool. That is, is that's insane. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, If you have questions uh, for Carol, 888-414-0303. McKenzie Country Classic Hotline is working, uh, I guess, unless you have a Verizon cell phone this morning. Uh, But we're going to talk about Common Roots, and then we're going to talk about... um, some of the fun things they do to raise money. is The Morning Drive on FM 96.3 and AM 620. News Talk, WVMT. Welcome back to The Morning Drive on this Wednesday edition. Kurt's away a little uh, early. Uh, Anthony here with you. And joining us is Carol McQuellen from Common Roots uh, in South Burlington. And we were talking about... All the things that Common Roots does and currently helping out the folks uh, from the Intervale, the farmers from the Intervale, because farmers help farmers. That's what they do. But um, you provide a ton of services, but you also need to raise money to do this. And so talk to us a little bit about how how Common Roots raises the money it needs to perform all these tasks.
1: Well, we have two farms on Spear Street. So what we love about our farms is... The Farm at South Village uh, is an 11-acre farm. We use about six of those acres. And so um, we're excited that we are farming on 220 acres where no one can use chemicals. Ah. So not only are we double organic certified with uh, NOFA and ROP, the Real Organic Project, but we are growing on 220 acres with zero chemicals outside.
0: So around, because it's one thing to have six a six-acre plot, but, then, but if you're surrounded by, <laughs> you know,
1: by yeah.
0: <laughs> chemicals, it doesn't work.
1: It doesn't. And then just down the street from there, our city owns the 67 acres at Hubbard. There's no chemicals on that land. And we have um, been growing on their four agricultural acres for our eighth year now. Oh, so, wow. We have a nice farm team. We have um, our lead farmer, Colin, and and two seasonals. And I think we're at four interns right now. They work very hard. This is not work for the faint of heart. But our farm stand, it, it had a little bit of a rough start on a couple of levels. The last phase of development is happening at the farm at South Village, which we knew would happen. And so to get to the farm stand now, right off Allen Road East and Spear Street, you go in at the light and you follow the signs, but you do have to go past six houses under construction. And those, that team of um, workers from SD Ireland are all very good about keeping their equipment, um, you know, free from uh, Keep, keeping impeding. an open path. Yeah, that's yeah, all set. Sure. So our farm stands open Tuesday through Sunday from ten in the morning till six at night, and um, we have more than twenty five fresh things coming off our farm, including tomatoes. Um, And um, our chef is making dilly beans today and more of our amazing salad dressings. And I'm not sure what else, frittatas. And so um, we have things from our licensed kitchen. So that's one revenue stream for our So anybody can go to the
0: farm stand and just purchase fresh fresh vegetables at any time. And the dressings are there available for purchase.
1: Yeah, it's really yummy. And then we also use our food from the farm for our farm-to-fork meals. So Mm -hmm. last night it was delicious um, pork sliders on our fresh um, coleslaw with pickled uh, cucumbers that Chef made from our farm and um, beautiful side salads. So uh, Tuesday night meals are takeout, farm-to-go, right at the Wheeler House at 1100 Dorset from 4 to 6.30
0: so people can just you just order you just, you just
1: you come you come if you have whether you've ordered or not we always make extra meals wow. so you don't have to pre-order and the same with flatbread Friday um, so all the veggies are from our farm we're using high-end Vermont sauce um, pepperoni for those pepperoni lovers and yeah. quality cheeses and a really like lovely fermented dough. so Fridays are also at the Wheeler House flatbread Fridays from four to six thirty. We have gluten-free and vegan flatbreads available as well. So those are our main um, streams to begin to fund these five programs.
0: Wow. And so, again, uh, I'm, I'm looking at, I went to uh, commonroots.org, and right there you, you see what you've got planned for uh, farm-fresh basil pesto, <laughs> uh, caprese flatbread, or you've got Black River meat bacon, um, that's just they're gorgeous. They're beautiful flatbreads. And anybody so they are
1: open to the public.
0: Open to the public uh Friday first nights. first come first served mm-hmm. till it's gone. Yep. And you got a gorgeous oven. Talk to me a little bit about that oh. that uh, beautiful oven.
1: Well, thanks to George Shank from American Flatbread in Waitsfield, we have a state of the art beautiful uh, oven. It's the 60th one that he designed.
0: Oh wow. And
1: he did all of the crafting, uh zero gravity beer uh Emptied out one of their uh, trucks, and we hauled in like 800 pounds of clay from Mad River to form the dome. You add some ash and some straw and some magic. And uh, George Shank was there building the whole thing like a master teacher. And the beautiful uh, base of it was done by Oliver uh, Stone in Milton Nice. Sean Oliver. Sean from Oliver, Oliver yeah, from Sean, Oliver's. I, I've got
0: to tell you, it, it's gorgeous. So it even um, just, just going to, to pick up the flatbread pizza is spectacular. Now, do people on Fridays, like say in the summertime, is it, they, do people they stay? Eat, they and
1: eat out. Yep. They right eat there. out. We have music some nights mm-hmm. on Friday, and then you get the full view. We always bring the Green Mountains out for everyone to enjoy. Very nice. Very full, nice. unobstructed view. And we also have events at the Wheeler House. So if you want a family reunion, a, a business party, a picnic, a wedding, a night before the wedding, uh, we have events at the Wheeler Homes.
0: I think if if you haven't been, you know, you think about it, it's right there on Dorset Street. Mm-hmm. And then when you... Right when
1: next you, to Veterans Park.
0: Yeah. and And when you drive in and you park in the parking lot, the first thing that I noticed when I stepped out of my vehicle the very first time was a completely unobstructed view of the Green Mountains. I mean, it's... you have one of the best views of Mount Mansfield I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> and now you've got this beautiful structure back there with this this gorgeous oven. I know. And I and I'm like this is an event space. This is really a great event space. It is. And so it it's uh, that that too is now becoming part of the revenue stream to support all the programs. It's huge. I think it's I just I love the organization. I think it's great and well when you talk food You get me.
1: Yeah, it's Uh, all good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I will tell you that, um, what about volunteers for the the farm and stuff? Are you always looking for volunteers? So
1: we actually have an amazing uh, internship coordinator, and we have volunteers right now in the farm stand. We have volunteers on the farm, in the kitchen, and we head into our busiest season of education programs. So if anybody would like to volunteer at Common Roots, just email info at commonroots.org and we will connect you. We always give interviews. We don't always have the exact matches, but we do our best. We have. We feel like we have something for everyone.
0: I have to uh, say that my son has spent time there, and some of the best. He's thinking about now a career in, in. In. He likes work in the fields. He likes the the farm to table. He really enjoys it, and I think it's a great opportunity to have. Such an organization, so close uh, right here uh, in our area. We're, we're very fortunate.
1: It's been wonderful. So.
0: Well, and I want to thank you for stepping up for the folks for the interview.